Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey everybody, we're here doing the Pretty Little Liars after show. Woohoo! It is the holiday episode, of course. Oh, we're getting the theme song. Yeah, I was like, where's my music? <laughs> oh, alright, so we're getting the theme song in tonight. So, um, how the A, how the A stole Christmas. Um, I'm of course Stephanie Wanger and joined at the table by. Hey guys, I'm Francisco Thurston. And our special guest, Romeo, hi. Hi, Romeo Lacoste. How's everyone doing? So excited Hi. to have you here talking Thanks. about Pretty Little Liars. You're an amazing tattoo artist and a big fan of Pretty Little Liars as well. Which I is am. I am. So excited. <laughs> and on the phone, we have our old co-host, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. How's it going? Hi. Good. So good. Okay. You met in Texas. Yeah, I know. I can't believe you moved away, but we're so happy to have you on our show. So let's jump right into... Pretty Little Liars. Yes. Um, we're in season five, and I liked this holiday-themed episode. We generally get a Halloween episode, and this felt had like a happier overtone. I would say generally we go quite dark on the Halloween episodes. Yes, we have gone pretty dark. <laughs> it, yeah, I thought tonight was a nice balance of we kind of had some of that a stuff going on, but then also had like those sweeter moments. So I, I appreciated that. Yeah, it was ni- it was a nice change, but. As always, there's lots of torture going on in Rosewood. <laughs> torture. <laughs> torture, that's, that's what bad. it is. It it's is bad. really torturous. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I did appreciate, we'll get into Paige and Emily later on tonight, but that Paige's parents finally said, oh, we're ready to move from... She was like, my parents don't think Ravenswood is safe anymore. And this is the thing that I personally have been waiting five seasons for. Some parent <laughs> to realize, like, maybe we should move. This yeah. is not not super safe. I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Kelly, any initial thoughts on the episode? How did you feel about the switch? I really liked it. I liked that it was a little bit spooky, too, so we still had that little bit of Hollywood Halloween kind of eeriness like throughout the episode and I kind of think like the play on um, the ghost of Christmas past and future was fun and uh, you know the episode opened a little lighter Spencer's out of jail so she's out on bail doesn't really want to celebrate Christmas but I like the you know Hannah's always saying really funny stuff and I like how she was talking about court gestures because those are clowns right yeah. Yes. Yes. Which I mean. Yeah, but you know they're court jesters, and she said court gestures. I I <laughs> caught that. Oh, but, Hannah. 
I do appreciate the play on words, though. I mean, Pretty Little Liars writers always do amazing play on words if you listen carefully to the yeah. script there. Mm-hmm. I, I love that they did the whole um, Mona was uh, Allie's Jacob Marley from Christmas. Like, that was Christmas mm-hmm. Carol. That and, was. I mean, you guys picked up on that, both of you, so yeah. quickly. I took me a minute. Maybe I'm just, like, not with it tonight, but it definitely I was like oh yeah and then as soon as that happened and it did they played it out throughout the episode that yeah way. because in, if anyone hasn't seen Christmas Carol Jacob Marley is Ebenezer Scrooge's old business partner who came back to kind of warn him about the path that he was going down he's ah. like this is what's gonna happen if you don't change your ways you're gonna wind up being alone and you're gonna die alone and that's kind of like that I love that whole play that they kind of did for Allie I loved it I also love that we got more Janelle on the show uh, at the end of last season. There was definitely that concern that, like, ooh, she's dead now. No one's ever really dead on Pretty Little Liars. But yeah. <laughs> that, like, would we see more of Janelle? And Mona is such a fun character. And you, of course, know uh, Janelle. You've uh, done some artwork with her, yeah. right? Um, yeah. I'm actually friends with Janelle, and I've done a couple of her tattoos. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's always fun to see her on TV and doing her thing, you know, so... So it was definitely cool to see her, and of course, you know, um, she just died, like she died on the last episode. So seeing her come back on this one was definitely, you know, fun and exciting. Of course, yeah, and she um, <clears throat> has a crazy schedule. We know uh, she, of course, just wrapped up Dancing with the Stars and to be filming Pretty Liars as well. I mean, can only imagine her schedule is crazy right now. That's so so crazy. Yeah, um, awesome. So let's jump into the Christmas ball. Mm. Um, I love that they went this way. Like, what an extravagant party. I, off the top of my head, I have to say that when Allie walked down those stairs, um, it reminded me so much of Gossip Girl and how, uh, Leighton Meester's character uh, used to have her minions walk down like at these gigantic parties. It definitely had that feeling yeah, to like it. Mean Girls, Gossip Girl, yeah, kind of that whole Cinderella story type. Situation. It made me wonder who the new uh, the new twins were. Did anyone, yeah, did anybody kind of have a little bit of a surprise? Like when I saw that there was like two new twins, I was like, Who are they? Who are they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it, those are the girls from before that she just gave them a makeover, took off their glasses, and put makeup on them. Oh, Oh, that's right. <sighs> Kelly, yeah. we... it's the same set of girls, right? Yeah. Yes. Is this? Kelly, you're on it. I know. Aww. I was like, Kelly, we need you, clearly, because I did not pick up on that tonight. I love how Romeo was like, where are they? For yeah. This whole Christmas ball. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Where is this? <laughs> oh, yeah. The whole Christmas ball thing, the whole scenery kind of threw me off a little bit. I was trying to figure out if they were like in a school. Was it like a school thing or was it like a cafeteria know. or like, I mean, what was that? Allie clearly spared no expense on that. <laughs> like, that's really what I got from it. That was one extravagant mm. party for Rose. I feel like we don't well, get and that. I was, I was thinking too, like her, okay, her, her mother unfortunately had passed away. We don't know where her dad is. Jason is lost in the oblivion. Who set up and paid for this party? I mean, a great question that you totally asked. You Wait. absolutely asked that question me, while we were watching. I just want to emphasize, she just made a good point. Where's her brother? Where's her dad? What's going on here? We've talked about this on the she's show. She's living there by herself with no parents. Her, pa- her no mom just died. 
they just found her. And now she's throwing a big Christmas party. This is the, what's going on. Yeah. What's going on in Rosewood? Can what's we, going on in Rosewood? Haven't you and I talked about before on the show though that parents and like family members just disappear? Like this show, it's like week to week. They'll they'll come in for a week and then three weeks later we haven't seen a parent around. So you never know what's going to happen. It's, it's kind natural. Of, yeah, it's, it's natural. It's, it's natural. Normal. In high school, that was totally and my yeah, life. My parents were just gone. You think, <laughs> yeah, but do you think with with Ali and and everything? about her being accused Sorry. of being A and all, all of the stuff that's going on and just kind of all the negativity surrounding her character now and how these are her ex-friends and all of that, that her being alone is on purpose? Because, she, yes, you're right, she just came back, she secluded herself, everybody was searching for her, missing her, all of that, but especially with her just being alone on Christmas, no Christmas dinner, no nothing, she's having these dreams, she's being visited by... The, the ghost of Christmas past and future and all of this stuff and she's utterly alone and scared. Um, I agree with that. The isolation we saw especially tonight towards the end of the episode where she was kind of peering in on a holiday party that, or like that Christmas dinner that seemed so lovely and she clearly wanted to be a part of it and is still in that outer circle. She She can't break in and be part of this dinner she's still on the outside in the cold and I thought that was such a great metaphor for kind of where she is socially and Mm -hmm. with her family as well I kind of want to make a note that to me when I was watching that it kind of made me um, it was almost like a Christmas lesson I felt Mm -hmm. like it's like you know you can't be mean to your friends your whole life forever because you know it's like when you treat people bad then you're not going to be a part of the family that's kind of like how I got like you know what I mean you saw them as friends having a Christmas dinner together like they didn't have their family with them they were just the friends Mm -hmm. and there was you know she was on the outside looking in through the window and um, it just kind of made me it kind of felt to me like one of those like family lesson kind of like Christmas things where it's like you know it's like if you if you're bad to your friends and you take advantage of your friends and you're not you know what I mean like you're people aren't going to want to have anything to do with you that kind of thing that's such a great point Mm -hmm. it really is and I think that was also brought home tonight by uh, Mini Me Allie. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Where Hannah says oh, to yeah. her, says to her <laughs> like... Bitches get buried in Rosewood. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's just like she, Hannah was trying to stop that before, um, like, stop those girls from kind of repeating their own experiences with Allie and being like, you don't need that kind of leader. And it kind of shows you that you know, the past catches up with you at some point, like your bad behavior. And that really was, that's, it's so, it's so true. That's such a, I love that point. scene. I mean, it was so <laughs> funny. And it's so, if you've been watching Pretty Little Liars for five seasons, it is something that feels so right. You're like, oh, I get it. Like that, that's so, I don't know. It felt necessary in some way. I was like, oh, it's, it's true. History does repeat itself. Yeah. And I just love how kids are so mean. She's like, this place is so dumb. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I <was> like, wow. <laughs> I mean, I felt like they took it to an extreme, admittedly. But No, I think kids are like that. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I agree with you. Like, kids nowadays are not how they were, like, five years ago, ten years ago. Like, when I go out on the street and see kids nowadays, I was like, damn, I wasn't like that when I was a kid. No. Yeah. Kids nowadays are so rude, nasty, so mean. mean. Look at this dump. Makes me sad. <laughs> Makes me sad for humanity. Me too. <laughs> So unappreciative nowadays. So unappreciative. I mean, that's a whole other conversation we, right. could get, we could get into. Right. But that okay. being said, let's jump into Allie still being kind of a nightmare at the ball. She, um, so uh, Arya thinks that she's found her and uh, the masked, white, hooded 
individual. Uh, we all did. We were like, go faster, go faster, go faster, get her, get her. At least yeah. I was in my own head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we, of course, didn't get that. I mean, Pretty Little Liars, we talked about it off camera. Should have known. They mm-hmm. have two more seasons to go, season six and seven. They're not giving up that kind of thing tonight. That, of course not. They never do. I mean, we're getting more clues, and I appreciate the clues, but we're not we're not there yet. Could you imagine that scene, though, if it really was CeCe, Drake, and Allie with Paige, Lucas, uh, man. Emily, and Arya, and then those two? Man. That, they, they really don't give us that many clues, though. <laughs> I'm not going to give them too much credit. I mean, I like to say we get puzzle pieces throughout the season, but tonight... I would have liked more. I know you, you said the Definitely. same same thing. Yeah. yeah. How creepy was Officer Holbrook tonight? Yeah. Yes. Ugh. I first did not notice him in that Christmas hat. I have to give it to you. You you were the first person to be like, that's the officer. And I was mm-hmm. like, wait, yeah, you're right, because Santa threw me off. It really mm-hmm. did. And also, they threw out that he may have been kissing Allie. Is that, do we think there was another Santa, or was that Officer Holbrook? I think it was him. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's going to be that obvious. It's never obvious in the world That's of true. Rosewood. That's true. But yeah, I'm, that I'm looked a money. little too, too obvious. So, but I'll be surprised if it actually... I'm trying to remember. Happen. Wasn't there a Halloween episode where there were multiple... I'm trying to remember. It was like there were multiple people in the same costume. And I feel like that was... Yeah, what it, was it was the Halloween episode. Where it was the mask. Yeah, it was awesome. the mask. Okay. And then where... And Santa, I feel like it could be the same. Where there's a Santa, but we don't know... Who the Santa? Well, we see a lot of people in the same costume in, in general at the ball with the two Allie and Cece with the masks and everybody coming in with Allie. We've kind of seen a lot of that in that entire. Well, well, I can tell you who definitely wasn't. Definitely wasn't Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> definitely wasn't Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're just like, check him off. Mm-hmm. We're good. We got him off the list. All right. Sorry, right. Lucas, you're not getting that lucky. Yeah. <laughs> too skinny, too small for that one scene. I was like, no, that guy has really broad shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> so, so sad. Like, now- what was up with him with like the, the just like the tank top and the open Santa, you know, like he tries to look like a sexy Santa. Oh like, yeah, I totally agree there. Like, yeah. Yep. Like, like not. When, when he was like saying like he, when he was like walking and then um and then uh what was his what's their name and then they stopped him the two guys oh Ezra Ezra and... yeah when they stopped him like when he was walking he just had like no shirt the tank top the butt, his shirt open I was like what is this what like is... who just like. <laughs> Who just dresses like that? Yeah, Whose yeah. party is this? Whose party is this? I know. I thing, especially he's a police police officer at a te- like at a teenager's. I know. Oh, so unprofessional. So, so weird. And like, I like that he was like, "Oh, it's a charity ball," and like that was the reason he would be there. I have questions for sure. Um, that being said, do you think that um, so Officer Holbrook? Um, do we think he ha- like has something with Allie, or is it someone completely different? I think it's someone different. Someone different? I think he has something with Allie, because Allie's had things with a bunch of different men in the past. I mean, she. Yeah. I mean, look at some of the other characters that she's had like secret flings with. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, she knows how to get her way. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, he did get pretty close with Hannah for a second to the point where Hannah kicked him. Mm. That, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's really so great. he could be dipping in that. We we had to go there. All right. (laughs) Double dipping. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, we have teachers sleeping with students. Like, Mm -hmm. there doesn't seem to be a lot of boundaries. There's no boundaries. boundaries. (laughs) That's why I like it. I mean, (laughs) spicy. Yes. I know. It's so on ABC Family, though. It's Mm. just. That's why it's so successful, though. Mm. Controversial. 
It's yeah. controversial. It breaks the boundaries. Spicy. And it's spicy. <laughs> that word. It and they're it just different. I mean, even in the beginning where Spencer's got that sexy little elf Santa or female Santa costume on and she yeah. doesn't say Merry Christmas, she says Merry Ho Ho. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that happened. All right. I was kind of surprised when they actually, when she said that, actually. Yeah. I was like, okay, oh, they're going there. Stepping it up, Stepping ABC it up. family. Um, but also, I love that Marlene King talked about uh, before the episode aired that you were going to have uh, the guys in Santa costumes without their shirts on and like <laughs> it was saw. literally the most like random moment and, like it wasn't like oh they're in some like because I imagine it to be like a competition or some like charity thing that they're like dressed as Santa's and like the girls can bid on them or whatever no it was like they walked down the stairs and they were all like in Santa gear and you're like oh that's Paige and her tank top then, yeah. then there's Paige there's the, the three guys looking natural and you got Paige yeah. <laughs> yeah. some shorts and a tank top I mean, but they, I'm sure teenage girls will love that. Oh, they died. Yeah, I mean... There's a million mm. girls across the United States and across the world just mm. like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like girls have waited for that moment for a long time. Yeah. I have not mm. had a chance to look at the tweets on that yet, but tonight I'm sure they'll they be... They got what they wanted. Yes. Yeah. Separate uh-huh. page. <laughs> no, so sad. some girls got what they wanted. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, th- so maybe it's time. We're all dying here now. All right, let's let's move on from the Christmas ball. Actually, before we move on, quickly, I have to say, loved the fashion at the Christmas ball. I know. Oh, yeah. I mean. I, Aria's dress was just amazing. You can all tweet me about what you're thinking if there's one dress that stood out to you, but I yeah, immediately. Emily wanted... was hot. I love Shay. Shay always looks gorgeous in everything, so. Yeah, I she mean. She do no wrong. I mean, they all looked great, but Aria's was my fave. Yeah. <laughs> she always has a cute. Yeah, it was edgier. like a nice tea ball, little yeah. tea, tea length dress. Hers was very different, I noticed. Yeah. It, like, the other three, like, kind of looked similar, and then Arya's had, like, a completely different look. I felt yeah. like it kind of made her stand out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did it on purpose. Yeah, Let's I see. feel like she tends to get, like, a little bit different on the fashion mm-hmm. than some of the other girls. So it's always fun to see what they do. Well, plus the dress was a gift from Ezra, right? Yeah, yeah, the gift was, as well as she got some jewelry as well from him, which was, I thought, a really sweet moment. They kind of did intermix those sweet moments in with the more, like, Pretty Little Liars-esque moments, I guess, are the Mm -hmm. best way to say that. Um, But I liked that she got jewelry. I know you found it a little creepy. What? Did, Did you find the jewelry giving creepy tonight, or was it, or were you okay with it? Um, well, Ezra's always kind of creepy a little bit. I mean, so... <laughs> I have a thing. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit biased when it comes to Ezra and Arya. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how much we want to get into this, but... I get do into find, it. You're yeah. here. I find, I find Ezra a little bit creepy. Like, you know, I can understand that girls think he might be, you know, a handsome guy, but it's just... I don't know, man. To me, there's something a little fishy about a teacher, underage, you know, I don't know. It's a little I, creepy to me. Yeah, I, I, mean, I hear you. I have to say, like, we get lots of tweets mm. saying that. I am, like, the biggest Arya and Ezra fan. So oh, I'm like, okay. I'm okay. like, oh, they're adorable and have been for seasons now. Okay, well, like, what, what's your what's your point on it? Like, what do you what do you see are the pros on, on the whole thing? Okay, so, like, I understand the creepy mm-hmm. teacher thing. I just think that he's always been very protective of her and there's something very sweet about that. So I think that's where I'm like, oh, you're adorable, you seem sweet with her. I, I could counter that and say that creepy daddy figure a little bit 
Fine, I know you. you I, maybe I mentioned it. He was sitting at the head of the table tonight, and it was a little like father he's, figure. He's not helping his case. Like, Come to that. my dinner. <laughs> he's not helping his case. So. I mean, we're gonna get so much like comments on that, but you can tweet at us and mm-hmm. go on YouTube. By the way, rate and comment on our show. We read everything. So subscribe, subscribe. We love hearing from you. And the show is back January sixth. So. We'll be here talking about it all season long, and we'd love to hear from you, so don't miss a thing. Definitely yeah. rate, subscribe. Um, that being said, want to jump into Hannah and Spencer left the ball and uh, went over to Allie's home. What did you uh, think of that, Kelly? Any opinion? I thought that was... Well, they're always doing that. And I love how Hannah never pays attention. She's always keeping her phone somewhere. She hears a noise, and instead of hiding, she's all, Spencer? I said that. We both said that. <laughs> so, what a yeah. blonde. I mean, it's, it's so true, yeah. Find a corner in the attic, sit in it so you can protect yourself, and don't go screaming someone's name. Why, why did they even send her on the missions, though? They shouldn't even be sending Hannah on any of the missions. I know. They really shouldn't. I know. Well, they kind of sent... I was waiting for Toby to fall out of that chair as he was trying to flash the light in his face. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. He was doing the worst spy job ever. And I was like, why do you have what appeared as, like, a camera? It was just weird. I was like, binoculars? No. Mm-hmm. Like, we were using a camera for this? Okay. Yeah. It was a very valiant mm-hmm. effort trying to get her attention. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I agree. But at least they were able to find some clues. So they found the passport... Allie's passport, and she found the the letter from Bethany. I yes. was able to connect that she actually did have a relationship with Bethany. I agree. What did we think of? Let's start with the passport. What did we think of um, the passport? I thought it was like a strange find. It does help her understand kind of more the details, but I was just like, I wanted it to be something. I guess a little sounds weird to say this, like bigger or like a bigger reveal. It didn't mm. feel. Well, I, I kind of feel like um, I thought it was not even anything new, really, because if you remember when she, when they, I guess before she revealed herself and um, they were and when back when CC and all that stuff was going on and she was taking like the bus passes and stuff, I thought that she already had like kind of a passport kind of thing going on yeah. back then or some kind of like hidden identity thing going on. So I felt like finding a passport with a fake name wasn't really like. You know, it was kind of like a little bit of a clue, but it wasn't like a, like you said, it wasn't like a big reveal. I feel like they could have definitely went a little bit bigger on that. Allie's always been very prepared at any Mm -hmm. drop of the dime. She's ready to go at any moment. So I think that was probably maybe one of her last saving graces if she ever just needed to get out of town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because... It is kind of that last saving grace or what she can do, but... We haven't really... Do you think she's used it? I, I don't... Like, that's what I, I couldn't think. I don't think so. Yeah. Was that, like, her whole... Like, her back... Like, the last thing in her, you know, suitcase or whatever. Like, the last thing she could do? Or has she been using it all along? And that was kind of my question. Yeah. And it kind of has a backstory, I believe. They talked about her, the name Holly Varjak on how it was... I think it was a story that was with Ezra I think that's what they I, said I think so yeah. I think so and then it was like the whole she had like the breakfast at t- Tiffany's like hairdo so maybe it has more of like a I don't know I feel like this episode there were certain things that I wanted flashbacks to mm. I, I like they were described and then I was just like this is the perfect moment for a mm-hmm. flashback why are we not having one mm-hmm. and that was definitely one where yeah, I was like they I, talked about it yeah 
Can I make a quick note real quick? Absolutely. Um, you said um, one thing that kind of struck my attention. This is just food for thought for some of the people watching this. 100%. But um, one thing that really struck my attention was when Hannah was... I almost feel... I don't know if this was like this was like a secret clue or what this was, but I thought I found it very, very strange that when Hannah was searching for stuff in the attic, she had to find a key to go inside the... Uh, the chest and then there was like the tape that said don't what is it with the tape player don't touch my stuff but <laughs> she, she didn't pursue to keep looking in there i almost feel like there would it's almost like they it felt like there would have been something in there that would have been valuable information because it's like why would there be a key somewhere else with the tape i almost felt like we didn't find something but there was something there and then yeah. also when she had to tear the uh the wallpaper and then there was the jack the, the, the jack in the box but mm-hmm. she didn't find anything in the jack in the box it's like why would it be behind there if there was anything hidden it almost felt like she was supposed to find something but didn't it just was really it was almost like very weird for me I almost like felt like something was like missing kind of uh, yeah I almost wanted her to take apart the jack in the box mm-hmm. that was when it like you make a great point up until then I was kind of like oh she's she's doing it and then the jack in the box I did feel like something there was another layer there maybe if you took it apart or if like looking as stupid as this is flipping it over I wasn't sure <clears throat> what was there, but there had to be a message from mm-hmm. A, something. Yeah. And it's so weird because this all stems from Hannah receiving the package from Mona with the letter and the map of Allie's house and Mona saying this and that. Um, don't keep looking. And it, it's weird that they went searching for this stuff and it really kind of led to nothing besides <laughs> a letter. I completely agree. This, to me, it just really didn't it was kind of a weird missing like there's just a missing feeling to it like you said like Hannah like risked her life to have, for her to have this they had all these passageways secret passageways I almost feel like there should have been some sort of like really really important you know big piece of the puzzle yeah. that they were supposed to find and it really was just kind of like a running into a circle dead end maze kind of a thing for me yeah it was weird because generally when the girls are injured or I guess it wasn't a big injury tonight it looked like she was icing her head afterwards but you get some big piece of information they they're injured for a reason Mm -hmm. and that's typically the way the show goes and tonight I was kind of like well you had like you were attacked but like what did we get from like we didn't really get a lot of information it was just kind of them researching and maybe that'll come um in January we'll we'll see why all these pieces are important. And we also find out that Allie has been communicating with somebody through personal ads, which she did with Mona when she was A. So who could she possibly? They said, mm. um, you can call me at this number. So it was obviously somebody important if she's contacting them through personal ads again. I mean, yeah, that's an interesting little tidbit. There were a lot of throwbacks tonight. Um, if you've been watching the show for five seasons, I felt like there were little things where like the personal ads were a great example or... Um, Ari and Ezra kind of were the start of the pilot and they had this moment with them. There was a lot of kind of throwbacks to season one and two, which I thought was really sweet in a holiday episode as well. Hmm. Um, Callie, any thoughts on that? Yeah, and the whole Mad Hatter thing. We remember Jenna had that Mad Hatter party. That is a great one as well. Back, like, a while ago, that's when they found the pills and that's when Aria was working for that photographer. She found that... uh, film that Lucas had oh. and it kind of shows Lucas's involvement mm-hmm. so that's kind of weird so I wonder if it was kind of reminding people of that when they found that Mad Hatter Jack in the Box I forgot kind about of revisiting yeah. things that we should be thinking mm-hmm. about yeah I start yeah. when I'm thinking about the episode as we are going through this after show I start to wonder if a lot of these things are just kind of like putting them 
out in the forefront again. Yeah. And, like, we didn't get a lot of answers tonight, but if that's kind of what the back half of season five will be is is answers and why all these things are are important because i feel like this show always goes in in lack of a better term kind of circles and it it, everything comes around in a lot of ways i also Mm. want to kind of go back to the ball for just a second we we, um we didn't talk about jenna and sydney on oh yeah why they said that they were doing what they needed to do to kind of stay alive, essentially. Um, we, I always wondered why Jenna and Sydney were kind of part of that whole, um, weren't they with Mona's army at first? I think so, and then they spent And now off. they're with Allie's army. I feel like they're just kind of like flip flop, flip flopping to do what they, but I also feel like they're trying to work with the enemy to help out their friends, essentially. Do you think they're trying to help their friends, or do we? I, I think it, it could go, it could go two ways here. I feel like Jenna could either it seems to me like she's always working with whoever's against the girls. Mm. So it could either be that, like she's helping Allie because she either has a really bad distaste towards the four. Yeah. Which we've seen her, like, it seems like she was working with Mona before when it was against them. Now it seems like she's working with Allie against them. But um, also, it could be kind of like what you said. It could be more like um, maybe we're starting to see more of like a softer side to Jenna, like more of like a cornered mouse. Like mm-hmm. she's like she feels like she's in danger and she's more like doing what she has to do to kind of like stay alive. Mm-hmm. So maybe she, maybe it's not necessarily something against the girls. Maybe it's more like she doesn't want to be, yeah. you know, the target anymore. So she's kind of like staying on Allie's side, not Allie's back. Who knows? Yeah. Wow, you guys have made good points. I don't know where I feel. I'm I'm split. <laughs> I can't make a choice. I just think that Jenna could never truthfully team up with Allie after... I mean, the girls True. didn't exactly put Jenna through what... Um, I mean, the girls didn't put Al, uh, Jenna through what Allie did to them, essentially. Right. But, but, I mean, I think Sydney is not against the girls. I think that she could be kind of trying to help the girls, but... Like um, Emily said, they're sleeping with the enemy, kind of. I also wonder if both girls have the same motive, or if one of them is, you know, Hmm. is doing it for the right reasons, and the other one is doing it for more evil. Yeah. Jenna's doing what she needs to do to survive, honey. That's true. (laughs) So Yeah, it's very true. Um, Should we jump then? It feels like a natural... Sorry. (laughs) I didn't mean to interrupt you either. No, I was just going to say... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you're right, you know, exactly what you said, just, you know, yeah. it just seems like it's hard to tell who's doing it for what, but I was going to say, Pretty Little Liars, it's, you, 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 I feel like you never can really tell who's doing for what, like, you always, mm. every episode, you always get, like, a curveball, you always think that you figured out, you know, who's on whose team, who's doing what, what their motives are, like, who's right, who's wrong, and then you always get a curveball, so it's like, you know, here comes another one. You can't yeah. tell, you know, what Jenna's motives are. You can't tell what Sid's motives are. So it's just like, yeah. you know. You never know. You a, never know. A friend of mine a few weeks ago was comparing it to Scandal. And I thought that was really interesting because oh. I don't know if either of you watch Scandal. But, I love Scandal. Um, but it is like that. It, you, you, There's so many twists and turns that you don't know where it's going to go. And I think that this has been a great season so far on Pretty Little Liars because that's so been the case is that you're not sure at every turn which way things are going to go. But let's jump into some of these relationships. Um, starting off with Paige and Emily, I think they had the biggest kind of bombshell in the relationship territory. <laughs> I wouldn't call it bombshell, but yeah. I, mean, I think they've had a lot of bombshells. I feel like they're trying to get back on track and now it's just like... Here goes another one. I but mean, yeah. is this the exit for Paige's character for a while? I sure hope so. 
<laughs> Not a fan of hers, apparently. No. Tell me why. I don't like Paige. I've never liked Paige. Ever since the first day, I couldn't like Paige. There's just something about her, you know? I just... First of all, it doesn't help she's not very attractive. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Emily. You can do so much better for yourself. First of all, Emily. I get so much flack for anything negative ever said about that poor character. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I warned him. I really did. I don't, I don't mind. It's fine. Emily, if you're watching this, you can do so much better. Okay? Dump Paige. I'm just being honest. Um, I've always felt that there was just something so off about her character. I've never, ever trusted her since the very beginning. It's just always something that's been a little, uh, eh, I don't know. I've yes. gone back and forth about whether or not we should trust Paige. I think week to week sometimes I've been like, I feel like I just worry about it's It's not so much Paige the character. It's more her relationship and her how she treats Emily that I worry about. You also you also trusted Ezra. And we I all know. know how that happened. Now, went, so. now who I trust is totally, I don't know. <laughs> and can I also make a note that Paige did dance with the enemy a couple of times? She did. Yeah, she was a little sketchy true. more than once. But she, so she finally tells Emily, though, at the end that her parents don't, I alluded to this earlier, don't want her in Rosewood anymore. They think it's dangerous and that she, that they want her to move to California. So what, do we think that this relationship can survive long distance? No. <laughs> She's not going to do any wow. better in California. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so going down. All right. <laughs> Okay, I'll stop. Uh, I'm done. That was the last one. I'm done. The gavel just went down. I mean, you can tweet at him. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, that being said, uh, no, I I hope that they find a way to survive. I think long distance, especially in high school, like we've talked about before, is really, really hard. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But I did appreciate that the they all kind of had this moment. We don't get the characters together that often. And they had this big holiday dinner. And I thought that was... I, I apparently really like sweet moments. And that was one of my favorites of tonight. Yeah, everyone loves a good sweet moment. Yeah. Actually, just, you just brought a strange point to my attention. Um, mm-hmm. I noticed it was really weird how... It just kind of had a weird gap in the story. So the four come downstairs wearing their naughty Santa outfits. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're at the table for fully, dinner. fully yeah. clothed back again having... Um, you you <laughs> noticed the same thing I did. Yeah. I was like, that's why it was so random. What, it was just, what happened in between? I... <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> that was a very, very random scene that I didn't even really understand. Yeah, it went very quickly, and then all of a sudden there was a Christmas tree outside. So, I mean, I don't really know. And then, and then did they, like, how did that whole thing happen? Was, you know, probably Ezra's idea. Was he just like, hey guys, you know, let's go upstairs and put our underwear in our boxers and go downstairs and surprise them, you know? Like, I like <laughs> that you pin that on Ezra. I just had, and I said it earlier, but like a competition, there had to be some reason why this was happening, and it felt very like oh you're there and then oh we're going to change into nice clothes for dinner and you're like wait wait why are you doing this okay mm-hmm. i guess it's happening so i'm gonna accept it they realized how <laughs> awkward it was and yeah got dressed yeah mm-hmm. it's true uh <laughs> it's amazing well um, what about um going back to allison and her whole uh, you know ode to a christmas carol thing sure don't you guys think it's it's weird that when she sees her mother and her mother says to her um, she has a lot you. to show you, pay attention. And then Mona's kind of haunting her the whole time. But Allie's take on it is that when she talks to Cece, is that I think my mother's watching out for me and protecting me. I didn't get that. Mm. What did, did you? Well, I feel like Allie experienced the whole Jacob Marley ghost of Christmas, whatever. And Mona 
character is trying to guide her to do the right thing. So I think her mom wanted her to see what Mona had to say in order to see the mistakes she was making and what could end up happening to her. So I think that maybe in Allie's mind, it was her mom helping her in some weird, freakish way. If that makes any sense. No, I mean... Yeah, I mean, well, and I thought it was interesting that her mom comes to her as, you know, as the black veil, you know, like the hooded veil person that we we saw at the funeral. Wait, say that one more time, Kelly? I said her mom and what she was dressed in was like the black veil person that we saw at... um, at the funeral, like what last season? Two yeah, season ago. Yeah, I, I I do recall that. Sorry, I I miss her too. Yeah, um, it, it was interesting. I, I there were those like moments where her mom is definitely going to play a role in the next. I feel like we kind of saw it in the previews, and we'll get into it in predictions. But her mom is definitely not done. That storyline and the way it's affected Allie is not done. Yeah. Uh, and with the two dresses, and we see how the monster mm. with the liar oh, was yeah. made. I mean, the two dresses, do you have any idea who the other dress was for, That the little girl's dress? Do you have well, any thoughts? Allie questioned that, too. She's like, who is the other dress for? Yeah. So it's something big. I mean, her, yeah. we've thought about twin. We've talked about it on the show a lot. That is there a twin? Secret twin. Yeah. Possible. Yeah. Possible. I feel like, I mean, I know, we, you know, we've questioned Bethany as well. Yeah. But I, I kind of feel like the timeline might not match up. Like, she seemed really young. I didn't think Bethany was Yeah, I think that's more around. of like a teenage. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like twin would probably be the more probable answer. But, you know, then again, they haven't dropped too many clues about a twin on the show. So, I feel like... Yeah, that's something be, from the books that mm, might not translate over for sure. We might be grabbing, you know, grasping at air, but I feel like twins definitely probable. I mean, I don't see who else it could be, you know? Yeah, anything is possible, yeah. which is, you know, we've well, seen. Well, I like yeah. how Mona was like, it's not going to be that easy, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I love Janelle's <laughs> whole thing this episode. It was I amazing. Mean, Janelle continues to have some amazing one-liners on the show. <laughs> Just yeah. phenomenal, fun one-liners. Another thing I've noticed, I've noticed too, is, is I like how... In the last the last couple episodes, um, so the mom dies, Janelle dies, um, Mona dies, and um, <clears throat> you you kind of get this feeling like, damn, some important characters are dying off. But it's kind of noticed how in this episode they bring back two people who are supposed to be dead. So I'm kind of wondering, like, are these characters gone? You know, they're dead. Are they gone, yeah. or are they like going to be more like? Are they going to be like? You know, sometimes they're going to have these dreams and, that you know, like Mona and her mom might come back to haunt them in their dreams or give them messages or, you know, yeah. it kind of makes you wonder, like, are we going to see them in some future episodes? Hopefully. I, yeah, I don't uh, ever think that anyone's dead on Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> it's kind of my personal viewpoint. Yeah, but no one is. Not completely. There's I, either flashbacks or memories or something. Yeah, and we know that uh, Janelle has been filming for Pretty Little Liars, so that tells me that she should be in more of it, in theory. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, that being said, let's talk about A. And this, I, we have some news and gossip about A that we'll get into. But, um, so, uh, we're, uh, ta- so let's briefly talk mm-hmm. about that and how this A message at the end was kind of shocking. It was like, went from this lovely holiday dinner out in the Christmas lights, and it's like, um, what was it? It was Happy Holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas, bitches. That's what it was. Merry Christmas, bitches. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, crazy. I don't uh, know how they got that up. <laughs> I right. really don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Allie like, couldn't have done that on herself. No. Right? No. And also, surprising, I guess, 
like you hear the word bitch on um on ABC Family, but it said it a lot this episode. I was like, but to like have it written up, it felt, said a lot. It was like five times. I yeah, think. it was crazy. Um, but let's talk about you. Um, I want right. to know everything. Um, so what do you want to know? I want to know many things. <laughs> okay. But uh, so you've been a tattoo artist for how long? Tell me about jumping into being a celebrity tattoo artist. Um, I started tattooing when I was seventeen. Um, I've been tattooing professionally for about five years. That's uh, awesome. Um, and yeah, so I started tattooing bands and stuff when I was younger. I used to go to concerts, and then uh, I moved to California. Started tattooing like internet celebrities, and then you know, then I started tattooing. You know, I mean, everyone from Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, to you know, actresses and and uh, you know, other musicians and all kinds of stuff. So. And you mentioned at the top that you're friends with Janelle. How did you uh, meet Janelle? Was it through the tattooing, or was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, another. Um, actually, I well, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but she does like these Broadway plays. I've mm-hmm. actually seen her on a okay. in, yeah in LA, which was great. Um, and I actually didn't even know that she was doing that. Um, I just uh, you know I was just a fan of that kind of stuff, and I had friends who were working there, and obviously I was a fan of. I've been watching Pretty Lies for a while, but um, yeah, so I met her there. And um, she just happened to be, you know, looking for a tattoo artist and wanted to get tattooed. So, you know, we were friends for a little while, and she ended up getting tattooed. She recently got another tattoo from me a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I did, like, the birds on her arm. I love oh, that. It's and so pretty. I recently did, like, a quote on the around her arm, too. Um, I have seen that in a photo. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. So, so yeah, I mean, I think she, she mentioned that she was wanting to get another one in the future. So, I mean, I'm sure I'll be seeing her. And I see yeah. her, you know, other times, too, when she doesn't get tattooed. But, That's really exciting, yeah. though. And um, you mentioned that you're mm. also opening up a shop, or is it open uh, in North Hollywood? It's soft open, but the grand opening is January 22nd. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. And yeah, Janelle actually came there and got uh, tattooed uh, the new location. Um, and yeah, I've been kind of just wrapping it up and just finishing like small touches and stuff. So um, how long have you been working on the shop? Um, the shop so far has been a like uh, let's say like a five month, four or five month process. Um, I started from scratch. It was a, a completely empty, and we just kind of build everything from the ground up, adding floors, ceilings, lights, all kinds of stuff. What an amazing process yeah. that must have been. <clears throat> What's the name of your shop? It's called the California Dream. California and it's Dream. In, uh, Love that. That's yeah, North Hollywood, California. And um, yeah, it's really cool. I'm kind of doing something different. It's a little bit more of like a lounge. Mm-hmm. It has more of a, like a loungy feel to it. It's not like a typical tattoo shop. So I'm trying to do something a little bit more like upscale, classy. Yeah, more fun. I mean, that sounds really cool. And it's mm-hmm. also North Hollywood is so close to all the studios mm-hmm. and doing all of the people that you've mentioned, mm-hmm. that must make it much easier for you, too. Yeah, is that it's right off the 170, so, you know, anyone coming from Hollywood or anywhere, it's really easy to get to. Yeah, I mean, I'm there all the time in mm. that area, so definitely have to come Where by and from? say hi. I was born in Canada, originally. Canada! Yeah. I love it. And hey. you were also on a reality show. Are you excited to be done with the reality show, or are you, like, moving on to the next chapter, or would you consider doing another oh, something reality or your own reality show? Yeah, um, well, uh, yeah, I mean, the show the show aired about uh, six months ago. It's actually airing currently in other countries. Like, I think it just started in France right now, so there's people that tweet me all the time saying, hey, I'm in Argentina, the show just started airing, so it's really cool that I did that. It was a tattoo competition show, Best Thing Season 3. 
Um, I don't think they're doing another season afterwards, but uh, yeah, I'm always, you know, I mean, I, I enjoyed it, I had a lot of fun, and, um, you know, I also do, like, YouTube videos and stuff, and, you know, so it's like, I'm always down to do, you know, entertainment and stuff like that, so we'll see what happens, I'll be down yeah. for another show, see, what, you know, if something comes along in the future. I mean, that's, it's really fun, everybody mm-hmm. I know who's done reality TV always says how much fun mm-hmm. it is, like, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's long hours, but it's really fun to, like, kind of... And stressful. And, yeah. And stressful. <laughs> it was stressful. It was. Yeah. It was, especially the one I was on was extremely stressful. Was it more of a competition? Yeah, it was, okay. it was crazy because it's like, you know, Sorry. it's a reality show, so you, you have to, you have to like focus on personality, but then at the same time we were tattooing and, you know, it was a competition, so. It was really stressful because, you know, they were, like, trying to hype up, like, the drama and the, you know, like... Of course. Dude, I'm just trying to tattoo, man. You you got, like, drama going on in this, you know, in the story. But at the same time, you have, like, you're very limited on trying to do these, like, awesome tattoos and impress everyone. So it was definitely very stressful. I was... Yeah. I mean, it sounds yeah. it for sure, but we will have to stop by. We'll make a trip of it. Oh, I'm gonna get a tattoo. Trip. I'm gonna get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. We'll have to come by and see your new shop, and everyone out there should do the same and come by and say hi and yeah. see what's up. That sounds great. Fun yeah. lounge Check environment. It out. Yeah, it's cool. Cool. Um, Stephanie, you need a tattoo. You do get a tattoo. I mean, I could get a tattoo. <laughs> you I like that. That it's makes so ever- addictive. everyone. I just got, like my seventh one. I mean, yes, Callie is amazing and has such pretty tattoos. Everyone laughs when I say I'll get a tattoo. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's jump yeah, into. Yeah, no, congratulations on the shop. That sounds amazing. I, I mean, it, yeah. Town, but when I come to visit, I'm definitely gonna have to check it out. Do I'm it. Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, so let's jump into some brief news and gossip, and we're gonna do like lightning round news and gossip here. Well, we had technical difficulties, so I feel like we should have a few extra minutes. Um, so let's do that and say, so quickly, Ashley Benson, uh, signed with uh, CAA, Creative Artists, uh, this week, which is great. She was with William Morris before, so probably be seeing new and different projects. That's generally when someone signs with a new talent agency, what mm-hmm. happens. So that's really exciting. Um, also, Lucy Hale has been talking about all these rumors about her being A, and she says that um, she would love that. She says, I would love that. I think that as an actor, everyone wants to play the bad guy. So whatever, it would be fun. And... So that's mm. something to think Pretty about. Good twist. There you yeah, go. wouldn't that be? Because we always talk about that she is not the most tortured on the show, mm. and so, but we did see in the predictions that she looks like she's going to get some torture going oh, on. She's getting so, derailed. I'm, I don't know. It'll be interesting. By uh, <laughs> Ezra. Oh, <laughs> this all went took took a very bad turn. I'm sure you did it. Um, also, Keegan <laughs> Allen is talking about a. I'm just moving on past it at this point. Um, and uh, he's talking about a, and he says that he knows what is going to happen with a, and that I think it's genius. I think it's 100 percent just incredible the way that it um, comes to form the whole storyline of this it explains everything in such a classy way and so he knows so he must know right well we all need to go stalk him clearly mm, so yeah and that's that should be our new goal right I feel like that's 100% I'm not doing that. you're not gonna stalk him Mm-mm. okay well I, maybe I'll stalk <laughs> his twitter instead whatever um so, should we jump into predictions? That was a brief news and gossip. It's so, okay. Yeah. And now, you're after Buzz TV. 
I mean, I love it. The lights. I haven't been here in a minute, and I love the lights. Um, so, Kelly, do you have any, or the guys over here, anyone? Predictions? Who wants to jump in? Silence. I don't. I mean, I don't really. I'm just, you know, Allie thinks she's going to hell. I want to see how much of that kind of, like, hell on earth she's going to have with her ex-friend's kind of trying to dissect what she's doing and call her out as being A, because we see that she's confronted by that and she doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. So I want to mm-hmm. see how in-depth that goes. I think um, Allie is going to run into some trouble after that note. Wait, but in the world of Rosewood, that note is going to get stolen and destroyed, so I think Allie yeah. actually will be fine. <laughs> but um, in my world, in my prediction world, I think Allie is going to run into some trouble and Spencer is going to be cleared. Um, and I think that Paige is going to be gone. I think they're tr- removing, the, giving her some mm-hmm. time off at least. Get some beauty yeah. rest. I mean, <laughs> time off, get some beauty sleep. <laughs> I mean, can we talk about the uh, the um, what's it called? The uh, previews for the next episode. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, I mean, based on that, it seemed like I don't know if it was me, but it kind of threw a little curveball. It seemed like Allie maybe might not be a. She was kind of making it sound like a might be going after the girls. I mean, maybe she was just trying to like cover her butt, but it seemed like maybe there might be another person who's a besides Allie. Yeah, yeah that's what I was wondering. Uh, how. I mentioned it that Arya doesn't get in these situations mm-hmm. very much, and the prediction or the um, previews made me think, wonder how she got there, how she was the one being tortured, because mm-hmm. it doesn't happen very often. So, is it our typical suspects, or is there somebody new who is after her? Also, the uh, the character who like was raising something to attack, yeah, it had, had almost like a, it looked like it could have been a male character, just something to think about too. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it doesn't seem like that would be something that Allie could be pulling off. I don't yeah. think Allie's ever been A, but I think that she's been a part of this evil plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I, I wonder what her relation... I don't think she is A. I think what is her relationship to A? And yeah. that's always mm-hmm. my question, because she seems to know a lot, but she doesn't seem to be the one who's pulling all the strings, mm-hmm. if you yeah. will. Um, so many questions, not too many answers tonight, but there will be more. We'll be back soon. Coming January 6th. Um, thank you so much for joining us. It was great to hear about your shop and of everything. Thank, so, you for, thank you for yeah. having me. It was so much um, fun. And where can people find you? Um, people can get all my information on my website, which is www.romeolacoste.com. You can book an appointment. And then also my social media, at Romeo Lacoste, um, Twitter, Instagram, Vine. YouTube, all that good stuff, and I post, you know, pictures of my work and all the celebrities I work with and stuff like that, so. Awesome, and you can find uh, AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV and me at Stephanie Wenger. You guys can find me, the Francisco, on Twitter and Instagram is Francisco Thurston. And Kelly, where can people find you? And you can, you can find me at Kelly with an IE 079. Thank you so much for calling in, Kelly. It was awesome. Yay, Yay. miss Who you. Yeah. Miss you, too. Yay. Miss you, too. All right. Happy holidays, everybody. And we'll see you back January 6th. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.